minute since you've heard that voice screeching in your ears. It is us. I've taken the bed down. Two girls and a mic. She's learning her lesson, everybody. That's what happens to you when you act like a groupie for Rick Ross. Ross, you just calm yourself. You just all calm. <laughs> You're ruining the bed. I'm trying to give you background vocals. Do you want to, do you want to, uh, sorry guys, before we go into Cheryl's antics um, on her trip abroad, just want to say this has been the longest time that we've been away. I know, we had I know, a little bit of a break. Yeah, people have been, you know, asking us what's going on, have we stopped doing, we haven't stopped doing the show, we just have lives outside of this podcast right. that need attending to every now and then. Right. So... Hell we are back love. for the foreseeable future yeah. with our stories <laughs> and our unique, you know, thoughts and feelings on things. And I our hope anecdotes. you guys will join us. And our advice. <laughs> We've got advice. We've got loads of advice. We've been through We've the emails. Mm-hmm. We felt your disappointment. Yes. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to sort out that disappointment. So welcome back. As I said, this is Two Girls and a Mic. My name is Miss Lala. My name's She Talks. Yeah, we're back, man. We're back. So you know what? Without further ado, let, let's start. So Shez, as I said... Don't we need to talk about <laughs> antics in the sun. All right, so ask me the on question. The well, ask me the question. Okay, so those of you that follow <laughs> Shezza on her um, Instagram account, you would have seen her like literally acting outside of herself, outside of her character, to the point where people were just like, "But what, blow? Shezza, what is happening?" Can I just give some background and some context? Can I? Can I give oh, background and context? Let the people know because I'm like, mm. okay. So you know, every time you usually say, "Oh, what you been up to this week?" What do I say? Work, 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 work. So I decided I am going on a summer holiday. <laughs> so I took my summer holes. I went to um, Miami, mm-hmm. and of course, it was lit. Hashtag lit. So annoying, but I'm going to use that word. And um, yeah, so one evening, <laughs> in and amongst all the other fantastic things that were going on on holiday, um, like just generally not having to wake up with an alarm, going to the beach first thing in the morning, um, my hotel was lovely, uh, everything was great. So anyway, one evening we all decided that we were going to go to Club Live because, um, well, it's Miami and it's Club Live. And also they said Rick Ross was going to be there. So we were like, oh yeah, I like a bit of rosé. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like <laughs> I like a bit Continue. of rosé. <laughs> and so we went there. But it was all, it was slightly, there was a, okay. It was a bit of a palaver getting in as with kind of like popular nightclubs. And I have to say, I don't really, I don't really do that. That was my phone. I'm really sorry. I don't really do all of that uh, malarkey kind of thing mm-hmm. i just like I, I hate it like queuing up and like all that sort of stuff so um <laughs> anyway yeah like not into that <laughs> so uh we were outside no we were inside club live and i was like this is long let's maybe just go but then i was like okay then i could see the promoter a guy called phil so i was like should i go up to him but then i don't want to go up to him, talk to him and then he's just like really busy and it's just like long because i presume everyone's going to be doing that um, but God loves a trier. And my friend knows him. So I was about to go up and do that. Like, I was WhatsApping my friend. It's like, yeah, yeah, just go up to him and say, yeah, yeah, say my name. And, mm. and I was like, you know, you just don't really want to. So anyway, so we went outside um, 
the hotel because the club's within and uh, the Fontainebleau hotel so we went outside and then we saw some vehicle pull up and then um chris brown comes out so people were kind of like you could feel this little just free song like, just name drop pick up the name this like, free song chris brown, you know? of whatever but you know i'm not really feeling breezy because i mean I like his music some of his music but then he's uh-huh. just you know got issues so then i was just like oh yeah chris brown and then he ducked in the other some side entrance looking like skeletal with his cheekbones all jutting out. I was like, okay. He, a lot of weight, hasn't he, he? Needs yeah. some, he needs some starch in his life. He needs some complex <laughs> carbohydrates. So, uh, he, yeah, so he went inside though and we were still like, oh, should we go in? Should we go? Should we go? Should we go in? Should we go? And then um, some other car pulled up and we're like, oh, I wonder who that is then. Car pulls up, door opens. Uh, Rick Ross comes out with his like little entourage and I was like oh my gosh it's Rick Ross and his lady friend can I we'll okay, get yeah. into that and see <laughs> his girlfriend was with him so can I just say I never knew that I had any kind of feeling for Rick Ross I've seen Rick Ross before I've seen him he came to Nigeria one year over Christmas I think apparently so the saying go, so the story goes he was approached in an airport and they were like come to Nigeria we'll pay you loads of money and he just mm. came for one night only so I happened to be um, there and he was performing and all the rest of it and that was great and I just thought you know yeah Rick Ross but I never really kind of it was never like oh Rick Ross it's not like it would be like uh Oh my God, Denzel. Oh my, like there's so many other people that you think you'd kind of go a little bit shaky for. He come out all of a sudden. I'm like, oh God. I shocked myself. I was like, who was that? I was like, oh my God, it's Rick Ross. So being in this modern age, it was a little bit corny because everybody, including me, took out our phones. So we'd like to get our phones and then some people were taking pictures, but I was like, okay, I'm going to video him. So I thought he was going to go in that back, that side entrance. He stood for a little round. There was a little bit of a chit-chat. And then they started coming in the front entrance. Yeah. So I was like, oh, because <laughs> I'm standing right in front of this front entrance. So um, he comes up the stairs and he literally walks straight towards me. <laughs> so I say towards me. I may have shuffled to the right to be in his <laughs> way. But anyhow, may have. so may, may, may have. So, yeah, so then he comes up the stairs. And I was thinking, oh, Rick Ross is coming in. Let me just say hi to my dude, isn't it? <laughs> so oh, I reached okay. out in the most polite way I know possible and basically hugged and kissed him. I said, hey, Rick. He's on my Insta. Hey, Rick. Love from love. Hold that thought because I want to play this for the people at home <laughs> just so you can hear what I... Oh no, it was actually funny. You can hear my friend's dirty laughter as well. (laughs) You hear that, people? Yeah. So, no, but the thing is, you gotta play his response as well, which is on my video, the longer one, where he's like, much love, much love. so polite of him because basically just some strange tall girl from you London must in just, your face by one of the security guards or his girlfriend worse, the girlfriend who coincidentally I caught side eye from her <laughs> to you I was like mm-hmm, it's gonna be a situation it's gonna be a situation I was like sure we'll do am it. I gonna have to book flight tickets to Miami is it gonna be a problem am I gonna have to stash razors in my hair <laughs> just to deal with this girl I'm yeah. on the face. you know is it gonna be one of them do you know what I have to say he was 
uber polite yeah because i realized afterwards that was it was completely within his prerogative to be like what, what kind of yeah, yeah kind of move me away his security detail tried to step forward but it was like way too late <laughs> mm. and yeah and his girlfriend was there but i wasn't i wasn't being you know i i wasn't be i know you and femi <laughs> on my page <laughs> abusive as ever I was I wasn't being groupies. I was literally just you know I don't know. I figured I was caught just, in the spirit. Yeah, I was caught, caught in the spirit. I was being kind of corny. Call it the and mist. So <laughs> saw the mist yeah. came over you. It did the rose mist. So and it was just you know all in the fun of the holiday, and I'd probably been drinking since breakfast as per usual. And yeah, so he was actually really friendly. He was just like much love, much love. And actually, since then, I kind of thought, do you know that, Rick? You know that Rick? Rick, he's a nice guy. He is. He's an. I've got a bit of time for Rick. Lyrics see might that? be a bit suggestive. Rick, but you've got a fan for life now. See, got, I've got time that's, for that's him. All, see, that's manners. See, everybody remembers when somebody is nice yeah. to them. Like yeah. it goes such a long way. Yeah, no, no, for sure. It really does. For sure. I think you're. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Because imagine if that had gone completely. De- <laughs> I mean, oh, it wouldn't be on my Insta. Yeah. But imagine if it had just been like. Yeah. It, it, it could like the least worst it could have been was just that he didn't mm. say anything like my first experience to Miami I saw um, Tyson Beckford and it wasn't a great experience and that was like years ago yeah and ever since then I'm, I can't even look at him I just think you're a horrible person yeah he is and the thing is but that's kind person. of that's kind of not unknown about yeah. him oh, in right, particular okay. yeah. yeah well I experienced that like firsthand so wow. I'm just like I don't like you and like I said first exp- first kind of um impressions yeah of somebody yeah just the smallest thing can be like oh my god you're such a lovely person yeah no, that's, that's and i would have been sure. it i would have gone back my business and that would have been yeah but he was just mm, not nice so. yeah so that was that was a really good evening there was another um although you know there was another night that we went to um club story mm. and there was some other rapper who ace he made our he made our theme song. It goes down in the DMs. It oh, goes down in name? the DMs. Who? Yo Gotti. Yeah, it was Yo Gotti. So <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I'm going to tell a story about Insta Insta Snapchat, whatever it is, mm. as well, because it was on my Insta Snapchat, and I just realised it doesn't save anywhere, so I haven't got any of oh. that <laughs> stuff. But yeah, so we went club story, and he was in there, and he. This is my own perception. Mm. I'm not doing the Lena Dunham. I'm not projecting onto him. I'm just saying from my own perception. Just because of the way he was in the club. And I get it. He's, you know, he's a celebrity. But he had this kind of aura of the big I am. Mm. And I'm comparing it. This is a comparative exercise. Because I'm comparing it with someone like Rick who was in a club doing exactly the same thing. Standing in a, in a particular area surrounded by his people. Different aura. Completely different and to aura. to be fair, Rick is the biggest star. Let's be real right, about it. Right, right, right. I mean, right, the right. guy, you know, you're going right at the moment is obviously current because of that one track where we're talking about body of work. And yeah. He's the bigger, who's probably worth more money. Yeah. It's Rick. Yeah. And, and that's not, I don't, I'm not trying to say it dis, disparagingly yeah. against Yogotti because I, I could be completely wrong. It was maybe just the way mm. he was standing and then his people all about him and just that kind of, and you know what? The thing is, this whole thing about standing, so, um, one thing I noticed in the club, yeah. in the clubs that we went to, which was slightly disappointing, people don't dance. People didn't go to clubs in Miami to dance. They went to stand up, 
Snapchat, take pictures, <laughs> um, look good, some of them, um, and just kind of like stand around and posture. Mm. And that was kind of disappointing because, you know, I'm on vacay. Mm. So um, <laughs> I've been drinking for the hotel. So you were like, Whoa. Right, you know? And I didn't, that, that it wasn't that crowd. Yeah. And, I, and so I, I always say, um, my best clubbing experiences are generally in Nigeria because mm. the DJs throw down. They're not restricted to uh, any kind mm. of current playlist or whatever or any kind of current tracks. They just they just play bangers. Mm. I really love that. And then they mix it in with, you know, a lot of uh, music coming out of Nigerian artists. So that always goes down well as well when you hear it. In cl- some tunes just really, really bang. Yeah. Um, and I just love the way they play. And I like the vibe in the club because it doesn't matter where you are, even if you are, you know, in VIP or out of it, people are always dancing. Mm. People are always dancing. So people actually go to clubs to dance in Nigeria. And I really, I'll say in Lagos, that I, I really like that like you can properly get down so out of all the countries that i visited and clubs that i've been to um within those um things and scenes that i've been on i would have to say um miami didn't make it Mm. didn't make it nowhere near any kind of top five top ten nowhere near Mm. nowhere near not even for the djs i felt the djs were still you know there was one club which where was i I just really noticed. I don't know why. I don't know why I was still having a feminist moment. Like you're on holiday. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but they didn't play any female tracks. Yeah. And there are there are they American like, females um... who they're very sexist. Mm. You know, there are American females who have, have got tracks out or, or have got features out at the moment. Remy Ma's doing good. I like that that cooking track. Mm. I, like, I love her verse on that. Um, all the way up is like was is big mm. why aren't um rihanna beyonce do you know what i mean what they playing any of that i find in miami they play a lot of like their local stars like if you're a miami rapper they'll play loads of that that like, might be why then that like, might be why was, but it was, was there, only guys they played, like, it was like trick daddy all the time and at the time i even know who trick daddy was too tough and yeah. it was a lot of it yeah but they yeah. really support their own like if you're if you're a rapper or a yeah. singer from that particular city, yeah. they will rep you all day. I think the only other person who they repped just as hard who wasn't from Miami yeah. was um, Fat Joe. Right, That's okay. Fat Joe's got a huge following yeah. in Miami because there's a lot of Latinos that yeah, yeah, yeah. live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Loads, it's yeah. really just down to just just the city itself. Like yeah. who, whoever they say is so who, the that means there's no there's no women that are in their opinion hot at the moment because no like they'll play trina because she's from yeah there. yeah yeah and I, that's I, didn't hear no, I didn't hear no did i did you i you might have done maybe i did yeah. but there was one there was one time i was in a club and it struck me maybe i don't know it cut through the drink i don't know mm. i just i was like wait maybe what it's just I'm guys bitch. <laughs> like that's all i heard <laughs> so i kind of i kind of noticed that but Everything else, um, as far as holiday, and I think the reason why I'm going on about this holiday because I I did I for the for this month September mm. makes a year that I was in I've moved chambers and I just from last September till now I've back to backed it mm. you know I've back to backed it so that break really I, I mean I went on holiday last year for my birthday but that was a short break yeah um, but. This time round that I just really kind of... I only opened my laptop twice mm. to do work. Um, 
and then apart from that it was just it was just you know it was just amazing you deserved it man it was a long overdue I'm telling you <laughs> telling you it needed to come it did yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. back now i'm back, back. Reality. i'm back and oh, it was so dear. difficult trying to get back into the flow of just normality. work and sleep and normality and uh stuff so yeah no but it's it's definitely needed already thinking about what i'm doing for december mm. nigeria here i come <laughs> <laughs> but um yes yeah, so i won't leave it so long next time yeah just to get no, that break in i just saw i get like withdrawal symptoms if i have to stay here for so long yeah but you know yeah. Needs must. Tell us about your carnival shenanigans. Uh, my carnival shenanigans. <laughs> she goes, uh, uh. Uh, So anyway, let me shout out to um, Ucom, who is the mass band that I jump with. They right. are amazing. Your um, outfit was amazing, oh, though. Thank you. Shouts really out to amazing. They, they, they do, uh, they won as well their section. Like they split the sections and they do it by. Um, for the outfits. For the outfits, yeah. yeah. So you have like um, your large band. They have a like, it's called the fantasy section. Mm. They do it in terms of who like a large band, medium band, and like. Mm small band so they won their large band section because they've got like eight sections mm. per um per per mass band so mm. shouts out to them for winning and it was like it was just such an amazing day i always have fun when i mm. do mass because it's just like did you go both days of the carnival no then? i can't i've never done both like right. one day and it's actually i could have actually done both days this year yeah. only because i didn't feel as tired as i did last year i was absolutely shattered my do you think that was because it rained on you as well yeah, yeah it was a lot like and we got really plastered and the only reason <laughs> why we got so drunk is because within the package when you pay for your costumes you yeah. get unlimited drinks throughout the entire time oh so when we got there yeah obviously it's raining like no man's business i was yeah. like okay i need a drink to kind of keep me going otherwise to keep you warm as yeah well. it's gonna be a problem then we started hearing rumors how the police have taken our drinks. This is me. What? I I, I nearly lost it. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot do this with no alcohol. Without the liquor. You can't. And then we're seeing the police guy on the truck having discussions with them. They shouldn't have taken the drink because every mass band has a license right. to give drinks to the people that are um, there. Dancing right? yeah, them, yeah, it happens every year. But they obviously didn't know what they were talking about but what can you do if the police say we're taking it yeah we're taking it so they took it so then we all had to run into the local um you know that Londis that's right opposite mm-hmm. um labrick rose mm-hmm. we all ran in there i don't know how many bottles of drink we got and we i think i drank the entire <laughs> thing cheryl and i was not, so not. <laughs> mashed up last year i was like that's not gonna happen again this year <laughs> i had a lot to drink but not last year was just a joke i had to drink just yeah. to get over the fact that it was pissing with rain <laughs> please took my drink and like I've got red dye all over my hands because the the rain water had got into the the dye feathers of the feathers off. and it just it was just a mess. Mm, so gosh. yeah, so that was that that was last year. But this year was fantastic. Yeah, weather was good. Yeah, right? had an amazing time. Shouts out to my carnival girls. They know who they are. Got a little WhatsApp group going and everything. Mm. And um, yeah, man, just did the damn thing. Had a lot of fun. Saw a lot of people. They actually. What I so will what say day is, do you go on? The Sunday sun, the uh, Monday. Right, right, but You right. can do both. Like, Sunday is more like Juve day where mm-hmm. you dress up in T-shirts and you throw paint and talcum powder all over. It's very messy and mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday is more for the actual costumes and everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I did the costume day. 
So Your costume was live. It had teal, yeah, like hints of purple. It's but beautiful. Pink. I'm it wearing really it again on was. Sunday for Hackney Carnival. Oh, you invited down to come and like you know revel. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So yeah, so going down East London. I'm like, at first I thought, I oh, know a lot of people in East. Do I what day go is there? that on? Sunday coming. So fingers crossed for good weather. Yeah. Well, I've been checking. It says it's nice and be nice and dry. Yeah. So I'll be down there again, which is really nice because once you buy that outfit, it's like okay, I can't wear it again. Yeah. So now it's like I'm having to be creative. So do you have loads of outfits at home then, love? Four. Oh my gosh, I, d- yeah. I, d- I don't know why I never thought of that. Yeah, I've got four, but I've actually been quite creative with how I've kind of placed them around my house. They yeah. actually all blend in quite nicely, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. nice because the red one, I was like, shit, there's nothing here in my house. Yeah, that can kind of work with. Can't this. you tr- maybe trade them with other? No, um, because um, no, you can't trade yeah, them. Really I could try thing. and sell it, yeah. but like they're so personal to me, I don't want to sell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah no. But one could sell it. Yeah, they, yeah. It's oh, still wow. like in really good condition, and actually, when I've displayed it, it just looks beautiful. Like really. Oh, on the that side. sounds really nice. I'm not selling this. It looks too good. I love it. Yeah, that sounds really <laughs> nice. That sounds nice. I'm not selling it. I'm loving it. And so. then it will be like a memory of yeah, yeah that was this year. Exactly. That was 2016, summer 16. Yeah. So they did a really good job, and I have to say that. Okay, so the outfit that I've got, they do they break it down like this. You've got your individual costumes, mm-hmm. which is like the big, massive ones. Mm-hmm. You've got your frontline pieces, which mm-hmm. again, they're quite, they're still big and elaborate. Obviously, it will cost you more money. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the backline outfits, which is what I bought, okay? And then you have t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So the backline outfits can cost you anything from £200 to... Wow to 60 just depends on mm-hmm, how elaborate mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. frontline again from 320 to 400 mm-hmm. depending on how and then individuals can go way whatever wow. it really does you, you the individuals are designed by yourself and by the team right and they can cost just depends on how much you want yeah doing with them so i've booked you know that i've booked for trinidad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. comparatively the prices this will be my last Trinidad, put it that way. Well, it's really expensive. Yes, because I bought a backline outfit, right. which doesn't look any different in mm-hmm. regards to the amount of work and decorations so that's basically, on it. So basically, and, and can I sorry to interrupt yeah. you, would it be wrong for you to take one of your Carnival UK outfits you and can, just wear it in Trinidad? but because you're part of a band, it's like you're part oh, of, right, like, right, that, right, that's right. the whole kind of, so if they have a theme. Yeah, you're like all going to be in yeah. uniform, So basically. the theme that we had for this year, for the London one, mm. was called um, Methodicy. Mm-hmm. And the section that I was in was called Gods and Goddesses mm. of Light. So right, right, right. I'm part of that section there. So, so all of you kind of matched, did you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, So okay. if I was going, I could take my costume to Trinidad if I wanted to. Yeah. However. You wouldn't match your no. people's. Right, right, right. Okay. And I probably wouldn't even pay that. I would just be like, I'm just going and I'll yeah. just jump on the side of the road. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure okay. people have done that before. And if I do go back to Trinidad, I will be doing that. But I'm just extra because I want to be part of the whole thing. Mm. So, but the prices are just ridiculous. I'm just like, I've paid what a front line, for a frontline outfit. If but, I was, you, if I was, but you're actually backline. I'm backline. So if I was buying a frontline outfit here... Whoa. That would cost me the equivalent of backline. And what I heard was my good contact in Trinidad, basically, and this is really sad that they're trying to kind of lean more towards 
the American market, which is why when we went there last year, we saw people like Black China there and Amber Rose. Oh, is this a- where um, uh, Rihanna was? And there was a lot of footage. She of was in her. Barbados because, you know, they have their carnival. Oh, yeah. She was at, is it called Cropover? Cropover. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, so was, she there. was there. And then Amber Rose and Black China were invited I do remember them. to Trinidad. Yeah. Right. So I think they're kind of leaning towards trying to make a bit, well, they say international. I'm just like, you're just trying to get Celebi. American dollars in. So yeah. now the prices have gone shot up. I'm like, that's fine with me. You can keep them. I won't be coming back to do this again. So you, like, pa- you paid the pound equivalent yeah. of a frontline outfit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit explosive. It is. I'm just like, and then I looked at the outfit that I had this year, and then I looked at the one that I'm about to buy for Trent. I'm like, there's actually no difference. Mm. The only difference is the price. Mm. But in terms of like, because I was showing my friend, she was like, nah, I can't believe they've done this. I'm like, yeah, they have. Wow. So, Commercialism bites so I'm man, telling you, I'm everywhere. telling you, it's killing me. And I'm just like, see, if my eyes are too like, I need to have like, oh, I want the good stuff. Yeah. I, I don't want to pay for it, but I have to. Can I just say yeah. about wanting the good stuff? I remember when I was younger, like if I'd read a magazine mm. or something, or there'd be like a page in a catalogue and then... Like I'd either do it with with me or me and my cousins or me and my friends and we'd always be like pick the one you want and you'd always mm. have to like pick one thing out of the page the thing I picked would always be the most expensive yeah. <laughs> and that's me it's like that's Ooh. when I knew <laughs> that's listen, what I knew problematic listen, I don't think it's even the band that we're with for Trinidad yeah we went through a whole bunch of bands and when they were releasing their outfits I was like no I, I can't even justify so the one that we got yeah is actually out of all of them the most kind of like okay you know bargain for your money mm, if you mm, like mm. but it's still really nice but mm. the rest of them sweet mary and joseph them prices they like really? mortgage payments yeah but isn't that gonna put a lot of people off doing it well yeah and also as well the people the people of trinidad yeah like, how are they supposed to money? afford that i know people say throughout the year to but you're going above and beyond now really mm. and truly and i know they try and they've got this thing about get the american dollar and blah 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 but you got to think about your other people but you you will kill the vibe of of carnival if you're just trying to get these international people to come over and everything. And yeah, just I I don't know. That's what that's my yeah. take on it. But. Talking about killing the vibe of carnival. So what? Mm. I, one of the things that I wanted to speak about was carnival and crime. Mm. Crime at carnival. <sighs> Um, maybe really, the media yeah. media reporting of crime at Carnival and the real life stats of crime at Carnival. So, firstly, did you see any? I stuff? personally didn't see any. I saw literally everybody having like a whale of a time. Right. Like, you know, I was a little bit inebriated, but <laughs> I did see people were getting down. She has, honestly, I saw um, I saw Silk because Silk yeah. um, he represents a float called um, Flags. Okay, their band is quite young, and yeah. I do believe that they were sponsored by Crep Protect. You know, okay. Two K's, yeah, she spray thing. Yeah. So they had like maybe two or three floats all mm-hmm. together. And it was their their float was live. So I just went to go, I went to find Ao because she follows them as well, mm-hmm. and I saw Kenvin there as well, and then um came over there and them kids were just wiling out like just getting down i didn't see nobody getting stabbed shot anything like that and from my perspective everybody had a good time i'm sure people you know i'm actually i know obviously there there are going to be a couple of people who had you know terrible times if they were attacked yeah they said there were four stabbings when you have such a huge event like it's massive like how many people millions Um, yeah right okay for you to think that there's not going to be anything yeah untoward that's going to happen like dickheads exist like come on now come (laughs) on 
Yeah. And well, you know, the police had to do the police are doing their job. That is their job to serve and protect. Yeah. You're supposed if somebody's doing something wrong, go and arrest them. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. They not- said arrest numbers that, I mean, this was uh, uh, a headline or a strapline that mm. I kept seeing after the carnival that arrests were up this year mm. arrests were up this year so that means they're doing their job right but it also uh, uh, some um i heard from a source that one of the reasons why arrests were up is because they were taking a far more um harder line mm. on um cannabis and cannabis oh, use okay. so whereas before they would have turned a blind eye yeah. to it or were more inclined to turn a blind mm-hmm. eye to it they were more kind of um, I, I, I understand arresting people for cannabis possession, mm-hmm. cannabis use, obvious cannabis um, use and possession. So that would have driven the numbers up. But I felt like after this particular carnival, there was this reporting of crime at carnival being up and with no distinction of what, what sort what of crime of that crime was. was just a bunch of black people and then crazy it kind of went hand in hand with um crime being up and there were four stabbings and there were multiple you know disorder pockets and stuff like that so it kind of came off as though one 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 could could easily believe that this carnival was the most badly behaved carnival in a number of years Mm. but that then when you speak to people who attended and obviously when we say there were millions that went there i obviously have to appreciate then that people who were there were surrounded by hundreds at you know yeah, at different yeah. points so you it's, can't yeah. yeah so it's just like it's it's anecdotal it's not like you know proper evidence scientific evidence but everybody who i've spoken to who went people who were on floats people who just popped down people who took their kids people who went with groups of friends these are groups of girls groups of guys all different age groups all different races as well um, I say all different races. Let me say like black mates and white mates. Yeah. Um, nobody had anything bad to report. Mm. So I don't know. It's kind of like taking the uh, media reports of it with, I guess maybe a, a not. I, yeah, maybe a pinch I of salt. Pinch of it, and it just depending on which media source source you're reading as well. If you're reading the Daily Mail, then I just would suggest Never. you um, look elsewhere for your information. <laughs> I, su- I suggest <laughs> you, especially if you're a person of colour, to, to yeah, cease just, and just desist. don't, because the comments alone were like, oh my God. Don't go where they don't want paper, you, boo-boo. I'm telling you, just don't. So, you know, I'm happy to report. I didn't see anything. I saw people having an amazing time. I had an amazing time. I'm still here to tell the tale and I will yeah. be at Hackney Carnival as well yeah. doing the same. Thing, I don't so, think I've ever heard of Hackney know. Carnival. I, I was asking Ace, Ace was like, what? What do you mean? It's been going for about three, four years now. Really? Yeah, oh, so. do you know what? I do remember when I was young, though, they had a Brent Carnival. I used oh, to be on the floats for Brent <laughs> Carnival. <laughs> yeah, shout out Brent Black Women's Group. <laughs> <laughs> we used to make costumes on the run-up yeah. to it. Shout out uh, Michael Styles as well, because um, he used to live in our area. We all grew up in the same area. We used to do, yeah, we used to do floats, Brent Carnival. <laughs> Used Brent, to, you know. like I'm telling you <laughs> I think we even won one year I need to like go back into my memory banks and uh, yeah try and remember that but I think we even won one year so yeah shout out all carnival crews everywhere yeah. man it's oh, been a good one. It has, it has oh let me shout out, um, do you know what I need to shout out the Miss, um, the sexy dread who 
has insisted that I call him that. Who, <laughs> Damon? He's insisting that everyone calls. <laughs> What's wrong? Um, when you were away, um, if some of you, some of you may or may not know, Damon and I actually did a show on um, Bang Radio. Not Bang. It used to be Bang. It's now called the Beat. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Shezza yeah. was supposed to, you know, do it. I know. Well, I was, was on a plane out there with Rick Ross and, yeah. and them. Um, but we had a really good time. It was good. And really? We like, oh my god, are you going to do another one? I'm like, oh, well, listen, where can I listen back? Uh, I send you the link. But Please. it was a good one, and he was really like, oh my god, we should do one. We should call it La Dee Da. I'm like, did you actually just... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my love. I was like, all right, Damon. So shouts out to... Oh, don't make me do this. Sexy Dread. Oh, <laughs> you good. Damon. All right, okay. But we did... That was one of the things that we did when, you know, you were away and while we've been off air and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. That sounds kind of good. So make sure you send me that link, well, love. Earlier 10 o'clock morning, boy. The two of us were like, why are we here? What? And was it on the Sunday as it well? Was on the Sunday as well. Yeah, I, I think I yeah. left on a Sunday yeah I think I, yeah I think I flew out on that Sunday uh, um, about names as well mm. you see I'm just segueing through these <laughs> subjects I'm back baby <laughs> so I just want to talk about names because mm-hmm. so one of my friends phoned me today when I looked at my phone her name came up on the caller display as mm. one spelling of her name mm. that I use or it literally said or then it had the other spelling with an accent right. on it on one of the letters and i was like what kind of nonsense <laughs> and then when i'm speaking to you in our whatsapp group in one of our WhatsApp, in this whatsapp group i'm seeing your full name i'm like but i never saved la under mm. her full name so something's gone on with the phone <laughs> Now, I suspect what I've I've seen kind of like Twitter going off about, you know, the new iPhone 7, how it's been released today. Right. So basically, people are trying to equate the fact that because this phone is now launched, things are going on funny with the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 5 and whatever iPhones. I think, I think it's either, I don't think it's that. I think it's something to do with it. I think we should all kind of generally maybe possibly be concerned about Mm. this. I think it's to do with the fact that what uh facebook messenger yeah facebook now own whatsapp or is it vice versa can't remember um Mark zuckerberg owns everything <laughs> yeah so that pretty much right so because i went into the contact there is now a contact in my phone of your full name that i didn't put there right la i didn't put i didn't Let enter these details my into my phone so but it's got im messenger and what is IMS? It has to be Facebook Messenger. So I think all you people who use Facebook Messenger, you need to ask people that have your details in their phone, whether it's just somehow updated because it's been sending me people's birthdays and all sorts. It's adding people's birthdays to my to my my calendar on my phone, on my iPhone, in their contacts. It's got their birthdays. It's got their IM Messenger name. It's got their... I've not asked for all of this. Yeah. All I wanted was la <laughs> and your number. Yeah, let me just <laughs> you know? See. No, it hasn't done that for me yet. So basically, I've got your, I've got your birthday, la. It's not even right. That's I've got. I know, but is is the, okay? Is the year right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What if you didn't want me to know? <laughs> it's bad. <sighs> it is bad. So, you know, um, I think we need to figure out 
I'm going to try it's and too much it information. Like you just put it, you yeah. just include all your information on whatever apps you're using on your phone. Yeah, you they're really all think becoming about linked up. Who has access to all of that? Yeah, and because we're like you know quite complacent. Oh, it's just my birthday and blah blah blah. That in itself is a lot of information. That's what I mean. For one company to have, of for for even an individual yeah, to have. Exactly. People, you know, that sometimes that is like login information somewhere, your name and your date of birth mm. or something. And you know, my concern is so my my my. I don't have a separate work phone and a personal phone now. It just became long having two yeah. numbers. So I have one phone and I use it for work and I use it for um, personal. So friends have that number, but also. In this day and age, you're moving towards a time where not only solicitors but clients have yeah, your number, yeah. and you might not want them to wait. <laughs> so hold on, some client might just have Cheryl and just my mm. or or just my email in their phone. Has it now updated with my date of birth, my instant messenger name? Like, word in issues that old, you know. I don't need. I just. I don't want. I don't want them. Yeah, I don't want them knowing all of that about me. So I need to. I need to. Um, I'm probably gonna read some of these uh, tech articles. Yeah, that I subscribe to, and just see what's definitely going on because that just seemed a bit weird, Mm. and it seemed a bit concerning. And it might be nothing. I haven't really figured it out. It might be nothing, but I suspect it's just another step in the direction of just information just flowing freely between individuals and companies and all the rest of it. And I hate it. I hate it. It's too much. Really, really do. I hate it. Speaking of too much. Team too much. Let's talk about um, Alicia Keys and the controversy (laughs) she's causing with not wearing any makeup. People are thinking it. that's too much. Uh, I don't understand what's going on. People are acting like women don't wear makeup. It's too. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's just nothing to me. <laughs> I saw some guy on Facebook. Do you know what? I have to do this on air because I mm. can't get his attention. Ace, Ace Baba, can we turn off this AC? I think it's making me drowsy. Thank you. If I was slurring my words before, I actually think it's the AC <laughs> that's making me do it. So, uh, yeah, Alicia Keys. So, Alicia Keys, let's give background and context. Mm. Alicia Keys has decided um, that she don't want to wear makeup anymore. Right. Big deal, I hear you cry. Mm. Big mofo in deal. No one cares. But apparently people do because they've been like, you know, really coming at her right. to the point where her husband, Swiss Beats, the producer, right. had to literally do a video in regards to why do you care so much that one person has right. decided not to wear makeup? Like, how does and that affect that, you and your life? Yeah. And that is it. But people are really like, oh, she should have. Because, you know, it was the VMA MTV yeah. Awards the other day. She should have scrubbed so up a bit. Apparently she's supposed to wear makeup. Why? Yeah. Why? The only thing I would say is that in regards to how you're filmed at these awards shows and like with these new TVs with their HD and everything, blah, blah, blah. If you were the sort of person that was concerned about all of that heavy lighting and, you know, all of that stuff just being on you. Remember, she works in the industry where, you know, part of her look is part of her, you know, her selling point. Yeah. So clearly she's like, I'm in a position where I don't have to care about that anymore. I yeah. make music, people buy it, they like it, and that's it. She can pretty much do what she wants yeah. now. So I, and, and I, I don't I, know I, if I she would that. do that if she was a, a new artist. No, she wouldn't. Just breaking she used to airbrush her face in videos. No, right. she wouldn't. Of course she wouldn't. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I, don't, I, don't, I have no feelings whatsoever. 
I do have feelings. I do, actually. Let me not lie. I do have feelings about her not wearing makeup. These are my feelings. When I first saw her, I thought, oh, some mascara would really make her eyes come out more. Mm. That was my actual first reaction. Yeah. She looks great with makeup or without makeup. The only thing I know is coming from a purely makeup wearing liking enjoying point of view mm. is that oh if she had um, mascara on there it would make her eyes pop a bit mm. more mm. that's it that was and do you know what's funny if you were to see her face to face you yeah. probably wouldn't have that opinion but if you're seeing her on tv yeah like i said with the heavy lights and yeah everything on her yeah everything becomes that much smaller yeah so then you're like oh yeah oh, actually the- i remember that when yeah. i was filming time of the month they said that was the uh talk show it's on uh youtube catch it totm chat um anyway so i was wearing false eyelashes mm. which i was really loving and it really did make my eyes That's come hot. out more yeah. i wasn't wearing them just because oh i just want to wear it. it actually did really work for the fact mm. that i was filming and stuff it made my eyes come out which hence made my face look a bit more ex- ex- expression field or, or mm. whatever and that might be another reason why some people some people are just idiots and want to just you know be disrespectful to the girl because she's not wearing makeup where other people are probably quite taken aback at oh yeah oh she's tired oh yeah i'm not used to seeing her without makeup right. so when you do see it's like oh okay so thinking like you or oh, maybe she would look nicer with a little bit more yeah and but not is, in a horrible way yeah. but literally like because you're on tv i right. can't see your face right and you know this is the point i was going to land on i get that I, don't, I i i get that so i get that she doesn't want to make it she doesn't want to wear it fine good with that i get that people should not have been coming at her because of it of course they shouldn't it's ridiculous mm. but then we live in an age where people are being racially abused mm. for taking up a role in a film mm. for being on stage people are you know there are trolls out there who talk who send messages to women about raping them because those women have dared to speak out about anything on a yeah. public platform so let's not act all brand new mm. and act like online abuse doesn't happen Happens. it yeah, does it's a big thing so we know that it's wrong we know as i said earlier in the show dickheads exist but then you have this crowd and it's this crowd Mm. that are really starting to get my goat oh women wear too much makeup anyway so good for alicia keys do you know what's funny about that at no point did alicia say i'm making a stand about um wearing um not wearing makeup and i think you women you out there you shouldn't and blah blah. Right. She hasn't told anyone that right. they should or they shouldn't. She just said, "I'm not because I don't want to." Yeah, yeah. And, and then everybody else jumped on it as if to say that she's trying right. to tell people what they should and shouldn't be doing. That's not happening. The thing is that I, I, I just don't understand why the irony is not lost on these police, <laughs> these guys. Because you know what? It generally is. That's another thing. Mm. They're so caught up. Do you think it's mainly um, oh, men or start. women? No, it's are... men. It's men. It's men. <laughs> it's men. I can't start. I've seen no. like loads of women doing, um, being critical. Like critical. Really ridic- no, look, I'm talking about there's this a particular subgroup. Mm. And you know what? With women, to a certain extent, mm. it concerns them. Because they may, they are, or maybe fellow makeup workers. So when they have this viewpoint, it's to me. I can't imagine waking up in a day mm. telling a man whether his fade should be like that or not. 
<laughs> I, can't, I, can't. I don't even think about those things. Why? I think it's more... What's in consignment? No, seriously. But honestly, in regards to the women that have been critical, I feel like, you know, you were saying there was a segment of men that have been really like hypercritical and just of, be misogynistic. No, 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 no. It's, it's more than that. It's more just than they're being critical. It's mm. that they think they're being helpful. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, oh yeah, they feel like, I've women got a wear to too tell much you. makeup anyway. Yeah. So way to go, Alicia Keys. Mm. So, and I... There was somebody who I just had a conversation with online because he was like saying, yeah, wearing makeup every day is unnecessary. And I just, you know, I always have a problem with unnecessary. When people mm. said Serena twerking in uh, Beyonce's video was unnecessary. I was thinking, necessary for what? who? She what is that? To What's do the it? line of necessity? Mm. To whom and for whom and by whom? Mm. Do you understand what I mean? So when I saw that, it kind of like irked me again. So I was just kind of like, unnecessary. What? what? What part of the game is that? <laughs> well, what's it to you? Who told you that it was about necessity? Who told mm. them that makeup wearing was about necessity? It's not. Mm. It's, it is for some, but for, for many, mm. and I would hazard a guess, and it is only a guess, I would say it's not. But then the irony was that you are pretending to support Alicia Keys' choice. Mm. You're pretending to be backing her choice. But at the same time, and in exactly the same breath, you're like it's essentially subverting other women's yeah. choice to do the opposite. Do you know so the how irony are you, how are you supportive? What if Alicia Keys decided tomorrow, actually, I do want to wear makeup. Thank you. Because like I said, she hasn't said you shouldn't or you should. Thank she you. just says, I'm not wearing it. And at this moment in time, and that's the great thing about having choices and options, she can decide or we can decide. Tell the people in the back. Tomorrow, today, whenever, next week, next year. Tell the people in the back. I don't want to wear makeup. That I just is don't want to. I quote. And then next year could be like, actually, I do want to. I want to wear a full you. face. I want to contour my face I to the gods. I want to wear eyelashes out to there. I want to do everything because it's right. my choice to do so. Thank you. And that I'm always going to quote. <laughs> I can't even remember the quote now because I still feel drowsy. <laughs> just said that is the good thing about choices. Mm. That is it. She's chosen not to. So don't don't hop on her choice and use that mm. as a platform to berate other people who haven't made that choice. Because then you're not really supporting her choice. Yeah. You're just once again promoting your own voice and your own view on the back of women. Don't do it. Mm. It's fake. It's so fake. And I hate when I see people do that and pretend to be fake support. If you want to be a supporter of a woman's issue, don't start with makeup. Mm. I'm going to, you know, the kind of rant that I'm getting on now, <laughs> yeah. that rant. If you want to start being a supporter of women's issues, mm. start with... I said something like this before. I mean, we were talking about, I'm going to digress and then come back a little bit. We were talking about equality mm -hmm. and how... We we're talking about paying for um, paying for meals right. when a couple goes out on a date, right. and that I think it was in a, a letter that somebody sent yeah. that her partner was like, you know, not paying for her meals because he I just felt like this. if you want to be the independent woman, then you should pay for yourself. What blah bullshit. blah blah. So he was trying to use you know the whole equality and the feminist movement to kind of like strengthen his but argument. But yet he's but never like, ever stood up to close the pay gap that between men and women. Right. Never. And this is it. And like you want to talk about equality, you it's really want to talk about equality. And this is where you go with it. Yeah. You go here fake. to paying for dinner. Yeah. 
if I, you were really about I'm supporting equality and the feminist movement or whatever it was, you wouldn't start there. You wouldn't you, start there. And that's so this I was fraudulent gonna, way yeah. of people kind of like, Absolutely. well, this is what it is, women, and you would need to do this and you La, need to do that, blah, blah, blah. I hate it. It and hurts my heart. men who have no room to talk, that have everything to say about it and just nothing to offer. It's like, shut your mouth because you don't know what you are talking about. Seriously. You're just using this platform to beef up whatever nonsense you've got going on in your and head. And the thing and is, it's just not on. you know, the thing is as well, the arguments are so surface mm. and they just don't, I think another thing that annoys me is that perhaps they think that maybe us as women, we're not even hip to the BS. Mm. You're, you're starting with makeup. (laughs) Do you think that make, do you think that makeup wearing is the issue that harms or hurts women Mm. in the UK or around the world? Makeup wearing, that's where you choose to, 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 to stand up and start talking about what women shouldn't get. Oh, la, don't. Do you think it's their job to tell women this is what sad. you should be doing? This it's is sad. This, this is how you're going to make it in it's life. sad. You don't wear makeup. Follow it's Alicia sad. Keys. Like, Alicia women Keys. are out here being yeah. abused, raped. Y'all ain't even got your head around the simple issue of <laughs> consent. Mm. And you're telling me about my NW45. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> mate, <laughs> don't mess with the NW45, you know? <laughs> mate. Oh dear. So yeah. So basically, on that note, there, women, if you don't want to wear makeup, then don't, don't. wear makeup. If you do, then like wear, wear as mates. much as you want, man. That is it. I'm it's all about you. having your choices and then and making your choices your choices don't let no man come around and tell you what you can and can't be doing because the same man that's talking to you about not wearing makeup not wearing weave is the same man if you look at his history of girlfriends they've got makeup to the nines and weave down to their ankles so they all need to do that yeah that's another thing as well Mm. it's never reflected right in the choices and i just you know i could really i could go on about this forever because i just really have this thing about i want i i enjoy men and i respect men who lead from the front mm. who lead on the real big issues out there and i'm gonna i'm gonna say it again and insert another word i respect black men mm. who lead from the front on the real big issues facing some mm. of their black mm. sisters Do you know what like not, that ain't one digress. of them bruh. one like this is this prime example of who what you're saying you know this is somebody that we both know and I, I would just respect this guy so much, Rich. Mm-hmm. Rich is somebody that campaigns for um, FGM. Mm-hmm. Rich is a man. Against FGM. A- against yeah. it, rather. And he campaigns for it. He, you know, he he's very knowledgeable on this. He, mm-hmm. you know, he understands the community it affects. He understands how it affects women and blah, blah, blah. He knows more than me and mm-hmm. I have a JJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So this is the type of thing that we're talking about. So if you're going to talk about our issues, really talk about it. Makeup wearing isn't one of them. It's not one of them. You're out here talking about who's wearing makeup and who's not. You have like, it's as surface as Mm. makeup. That's how bad it's Mm. as surface as foundation on a face. Have you discovered why these people that you say, Oh, it must be insecurity. Why you're wet. What is that person insecure about? What is she insecure about? Maybe she's insecure because, let me not even get graphic mm. out here. There are reasons, but men, the men that harp on on their public platforms about stuff like this never touch those surfaces. 
talk about yeah, it's unnecessary. I'll tell you what's unnecessary. You in a woman's clitoris mm. is unnecessary. Well, let's talk the things. Let's talk about that. I swear to if you did you ever watch that documentary that they did on it a little no. while ago? And they were talking to a couple of young men from I think they're from Somalia, but they were born here. Mm-hmm. And they were asking them how much they knew about it. Mm. And obviously their knowledge was extremely limited yeah some of them even found it quite like comical as if yeah. to say not in a way that like oh it's funny that this is happening but more in a way of that oh it's just you know it's just one of them things yeah. like you know like a bit of a nervous giggle yeah so they kind of took them i think the girl they there was like um i think it was like a um an exhibition mm-hmm. in where they had like an enlarged vagina mm-hmm. and was showing them you know um, how the actual procedure. You're is already done. making me win, and it just like it just literally. Didn't, they didn't show them a video, didn't show them you know anything like graphic like that, but we just kind of broke it down mm-hmm. in a, in a mold mm-hmm. and showed them what happened, and telling them that this happens to girls as young as you know probably eight. Don't say that. You know, and they're like, what? Mm. And they're like. And then it kind of dawned on them, like, mm. oh, my God, this happens within our community mm. and it's happening to girls as young as that. Mm. Like, one boy, he looked like he's about to throw up. Mm. But that is the lack of knowledge that they have. And it, these are the issues that men need to know about because lead they're, the fo- that they're focusing on the wrong thing. And I don't know where the disconnect is, why there is this lack of communication or education in regards to the things that are happening to women across the globe with I men. Because as you yeah. said, lead, men can't leave from the front if they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And they don't. I get that. And I guess maybe, 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 and I don't mean this in a deeply patronising way, but maybe it means that we need to... Um, talk to the because usually i just you know me there will Mm. be a point where i i actually shy away from certain discussions because when i see the ignorance and i smell the ignorance (laughs) i I don't even have time for it i don't i literally don't have time for it i'm too busy deciding whether to wear ruby woo or or something else some Mm. other lipstick how about that (laughs) that's what my female brain is doing Mm. But it's not. It's it's. I just. It's just. I. I just can't be bothered to get into it with some people. But then, I don't know. Maybe a particular day. Maybe a, just a particular subject that I'll just see a man just casually throwing out mm. casual, casual words, unnecessary and all kinds of nonsense, mm. and it just winds me up no end. And then I'll, you know, I'll put my viewpoint in and hope for the best hope that it's not <laughs> hope that it's not taken on as a slight to anyone's ego because it's never really mm. that but just trying to get that. into yeah you, i know, you know you're, you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to patronize me you're trying to i'm just trying is to that your ego's bruised because you but that's know what i'm wondering to this part of information that i'm trying to tell you but that's why i'm wondering should it sh- i mean maybe that it's incumbent upon us to to, to maybe do that more often i mean i don't know I know. I literally, I don't know because I like to think that you know some of the guys that I speak to as friends that they they are a lot more knowledgeable or mm. at least they don't chat shit <laughs> around me. You have to be willing to listen as well. Yeah, like, you can't just like I can't impart wisdom on you or another perspective if you're just going to be very adamant that what I'm saying is correct. Yeah. Especially if you're you won't have the viewpoint that I do yeah. if the subject matter isn't you. Yeah. If you're if you're if you will never ever go through that, mm. it's like a white person telling telling me 
as a black woman what racism is. Mm. You could never tell me mm. what that is. Yeah. You will never experience yeah. it in the way that I will. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when we're telling men things, things about things that specifically happen to us, you have to be willing to listen to yeah. that. You just have to be. Because it's not Communication yeah. is key. And people don't seem and don't to realize. be dismissive of the of these things like we're not all going to say the same thing yeah just for the sake of sake if it's all happening if it's happening to all of us there is a problem yeah well I, what i was actually going to say is that communicate what's in saying communication is key that a key part of communication is actually listening mm. i just say to i just say to someone today i was talking to them and then they were just saying stuff back. And I was, I was saying, are you just waiting for pauses mm. just to say stuff back? Because if that's what's happening here, I'm just going to stop because this is, this is just too much energy. Mm. I'm saying something and then you're just waiting for me to stop. Then you just... You ain't... <laughs> and this is, this, is, this is my friend. <laughs> and then she got me and then it was like, okay. Yeah. No, I really am. I'm tuning. I'm listening. I'm like, because I'm not really talking about that angle that you want to keep talking about that we've been talking about for like five <laughs> weeks. I'm done with that bit. I'm now here. <laughs> like, you know, so a key part of uh, yes, communication is listening. And I just think we've said this in countless shows yeah. before. We've said it. Great segue. <laughs> in loads of our relationship dilemma points. Which we are going to come on to now. Yeah, we will. Um, I want to shout out a lady called, um, we'll call her Jay, who sent us an email a little while ago um, in regards to an issue that she wanted to discuss because we brought it up in one of our previous shows. Right, so, right, Jay, we're going to answer your love. query. Let me just get this, um, <laughs> not your query, rather your um, relationship dilemma. Yeah, so um, it was we were talking about you know bad boys and everything, and okay. like you know what makes us attracted to them. Look at how I'm speaking, even saying the word bad boy. I'm just like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm giggling like an idiot. Like there's one in there. There's only a, so <laughs> don't really count. But um, <laughs> Jay, um, she wanted to kind of address this issue because she had a bit of a issue herself with it. Mm-hmm. So it reads. Um, she says, hi ladies, I love you too. She says, I really enjoy your show. She's a teacher and she enjoys listening to her show while she's marking her book. So I hope right. all of those students have got some great answers there. Um, um, with regards to the roadman badman thing, we just want someone um, with something about them. So basically that's what she looks for. That's mm. what she's referring to when she says she looks for. Hang on. Oh, yes, no, she's, she's saying, saying that, that women in general, general we yeah. just want. Yeah. Okay, she said when I she mean, met her now fiance, she said it was an attraction of the mind, then found out that he did have a road life pass, mm-hmm. but was in um, in a transition period away from it. Um, he's now finding it very difficult um, working in society as a young black man being talked to, you know, how it goes. So her question is, how do we as black professional women help our men to do the same in that making that transition from previous lifestyles, road life, to professionalism? Um, so many of them want to find, want to find, you know, work and want to, you know, lead a progressive life, but they're finding it really hard. Um, could you help me with this issue? Well, let me just say, Jane, all this we's and us, yeah? you got to speak for yourself sometimes because it ain't always that way. Um, there's plenty of women that would run a mile from somebody with who's engaged in quote-unquote road life now or then 
or in the future, whenever. So firstly, there's that. Secondly, it depends, not sec, not it depends, but secondly, I need to know how far you're talking about road life. Like, mm, what, how deep are we yeah, in how, here? Uh, like, what, like, yeah, what yeah. are the parameters <laughs> of this road life kind mm. of thing? Um, but my main thing is, how can you, her question was, how can, how can we as professional women help our men to make that transition? Mm. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cutting anyone loose and like turning my back on anyone, but people have to want to change themselves. Mm. So it's not about you as a professional woman. Um, assisting to change because if you're living a certain kind of life and then somebody can see how you're living they can perhaps try to emulate that and that's a help but they're doing that themselves I don't think that you're going to be able to say you need to do this you need to do that you need to stop saving money under your mattress you need to put it in your bank you need to realize that 2g ain't money mm. at all like seriously yeah. do you know what I mean that person's gonna have to want to do it themselves mm. So I think maybe the main way that one can help someone transition is by just say just being open to them being able to make that transition. Because mm-hmm. like I said, certain people would run a mile even knowing that somebody <laughs> used to be Happy, in a particular yeah. lifestyle. So it might not be a case that um, you're really going to be the driving force and say, do this, do that. You've got to be there. You've got to let me do your CV for you. I had a friend that did all of that for a guy. It's helped regularize his lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, doing his CV up, applying for jobs for him, even things like formalizing his phone contract, you know, getting him off PAYG and all of that kind of stuff Mm. you know and ultimately if i'm being honest she she never really she never really saved him so all of that to me was just for nothing Mm. and i think it was for nothing because he didn't want to change himself yeah it's down to the individual. It's down the to end, the, individ- the, the individual. I mean, you could be there and support him in every way that you can, which is great if you want to do that. But at the same time, if they don't have the ambition or the want to change, it's just yeah. not going to happen. And you've seen the movies, Carly O's way, one last job. <laughs> then what happens? <laughs> just the one time. Just the one time. You, and know? Then, you know, they've got to want to change themselves. Any person outside of even this specific, um, quote unquote dilemma any person has got to want to change themselves mm. you cannot I've realised you cannot enforce change on a person I would also say to Jay like you know from your perspective like be really honest with yourself how much how much you know how much um, things has he done that you've personally seen mm where you're saying, look, he's really trying here. Yeah. yeah. Is this your, just your projection? Is this, is this of... just you? I want him to change. So I'm yeah. going to force him to change by doing things for him. Yeah. Or have you actively seen him doing this, that, and the third to and try has, and yeah. set has things Yeah, has he expressed to you that him? he wants to change? Yeah, exactly. So if it's, if it's the latter, then by all means, you know, be the supportive 
you know person that you that you can be if you can help him in any other way where yeah. you know you're not putting yourself at any kind of risk yeah then then do it but if you're just there kind of just like giving him you know like a leg up <laughs> and he's there stepping on your face while you're you know yeah. you're giving him that leg up then there just really is no point yeah it yeah. really isn't. I remember another friend of mine was telling me. I don't know. I don't know if um, <laughs> what what was asked of her was suggestive of him being a roadman, but it certainly <laughs> bloody. When she told me, it turned me right off. She said that she went on a date with somebody. And actually, no, she's got stories for days. Actually, <laughs> if you listen to this, she'll know who she is. She got stories just by that one thing. She got stories for days. So she said she went on one date and mm. she was in a restaurant. And the guy asked her, um, what's, what, like there was calamari yeah. on the menu. And he said, oh, what's calamari? And I was just like, oh what? God. No, has he just been eating in Burger mm, King his whole gonna life? He's going to go into the toilet. Exit out. <laughs> and there was another one. I cannot remember what she said. I think it was about a drink. And the guy didn't know what it was. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I don't know. Maybe me and my friends are snobs. I don't, I don't <laughs> think we are actually. But yeah, no, that was hilarious. So I don't know I if don't that was. I think it's snobbish. I think it's like you know when you need to find your match and someone who's as worldly as you. Yeah, Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Yeah, you or like, you got to show them. Yeah, or like I just feel like at this stage in the game, at the age that I'm in now. Yeah, I, I'm at now rather. Yeah. If I need to show you what calamari is. Yeah, and if it sounds snobbish, I really don't care. Then, but for me. I'm just like, why don't you know that? Like they serve it in place, even like places like giraffe. Like yeah, yeah. you can get that. Basabas calamari just, is so nice. Right. So oh. if you're asking me things like that, I am going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You uh, even I if think you I, haven't tried it, I do expect you to at least know what it is. Know what it is. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. So I think what we're kind of saying is that one, it depends how deeply entrenched they are in that quote what we've called here or termed here the road life and two does that has that person exhibited a desire to want to change because if they haven't and it's just your projection onto them about oh you need to change you need to do this you need to know what calamari is you need to eat at these kind of restaurants you need to stop wearing air force ones every day mm. like that <laughs> is not necessarily mm. you know a, a, a recipe for that's not necessarily going to be a good recipe. If they are saying, do you know what? I'm, I, I, I don't like, I don't like maybe the circle I'm in. I don't like, I don't like living this way. I don't, you know, that's a step in that direction where you can be like, well, this is what we can do. So I just think you need to, you need to maybe communicate with him and find out where his head is at. And, when you talk generally, I don't. Th- and when you, when I say when you talk generally, when you ask what can we as professional women do, I just those kind of questions for these kind of subjects don't necessarily work because you ask one professional woman, she gives you one answer. Mm. You ask ten different professional women, they give you ten different answers about whether they are willing to step in that role of mm. the person that guides. You might get, you know, like you said, at the age I am now, I don't fancy being someone's social work. I don't fancy like moving them on in life and shuffling them on Mm. to be honest i look up to my partner as somebody who can do that for me who can you know tell me about this and that and the other and tell me new books to read Mm. because i've read a lot of books (laughs) you know another thing i've just thought of as well like have you thought about the fact that if he kind of you know for whatever reason falls by the wayside 
have you looked at the fact that possibly you could be that person who now has to take on the role of, you know, the person has to look out for him if he goes back to jail? Are you prepared to do the visits? Are you prepared to be sending the money? Are you yeah. going to be the person that's prepared to do all the things that, yeah. you know, he and those are, those are yeah, yeah, the downsides Again, of even being yeah. involved. It's long. Kind of it's long. It's long. Long. Yeah. Long-ation. And he probably would expect you to do it as well. Like, yeah. you know, if you've made a certain amount of commitment to him and that happens to him, understand that that is a risk that you could potentially, you know. Yeah. Have. Jay, I hope, you, I hope you've yeah. uh, taken something. Uh, something. Where's my, anyway, diction <laughs> going? Something from from what we've said um so keep all your dilemmas and questions etc etc coming into our email which mm. is to the number two girls podcast at gmail.com so two girls podcast at gmail.com um and yeah just ask us questions man we're here you might as well say this is the renaissance <laughs> Of two girls on the mic. We went away for a little hiatus, a little hiatus but man. we're back. We're back now. But listen, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with the last segment, which is you are the light versus the shady corner. I know who I want to put in shady corner. Who you put in there? Lena Dunham. Oh, What's her name? Is it Dunham? <laughs> Dunham. Yeah. I know. T- I need to put her. What does she do? <laughs> what she always done doing something ridiculous. So. Lena Dunham mm. went to um, the the Met Gala. We've sp- we've spoken about the um, the, Met. the yeah, yeah the Met Gala um, on a show before mm-hmm. about I think we were talking about um, people's clothes, what they wore at that time. And we were kind of like talking about it from uh, that angle, but this time round we're talking about it from people who went and they were guests and Lena Dunham was was a guest and she was sitting next to Odell Beckham Jr who's um a sports player in the US and he apparently didn't speak to her because <laughs> he don't know her mm. so Odell just did a me i don't know you i ain't speaking to you why for why <laughs> for what let's see cuz sign me <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so basically, he um, he didn't speak to her, which is fine because he doesn't know her, and I think he was apparently looking at his phone. Anyway, she is in an in a uh, interview with uh, one of her cohorts. I think um, is it that Amy Schumer? Yeah, yeah. May have interviewed her. I think it came up in this interview. Anyway, so she said Lena comes out now talking major-ish saying, and I quote, I was sitting next to Odell Beckham um, because it's... Hold on, because this whole screen's just messed the <laughs> F up. So basically, she, um, she says this. I was sitting next to Odell Beckham Jr. And it was so amazing because he looked... Because it was like he looked at me and he determined that I was not the shape of a woman by his standards. He was like, that's a marshmallow. That's a child. That's a dog. It wasn't mean. He just seemed confused. The vibe was very much like, do I want to fuck it? Is it wearing a, yep, it's wearing a a tuxedo. 
I'm going back to my cell phone. It was like we were forced to be together and he was literally and he literally was scrolling Instagram rather than have to look at a woman, look at a woman in a bow tie like I was. This should be called the Metropolitan Museum of Getting Rejected by Athletes. Can you say entitled? Can you say projection? (laughs) Can you say insecurity, Lena? Lena, so get some self-esteem and basically, leave this man alone. Basically, she, she goes to a, a party. Mm. Essentially, she goes to a party. She goes to a gig. She goes to a function. She sits at a table where she does not know this black man. Mm. He don't know her. Mm. He doesn't speak to her because he doesn't know her. She doesn't, if you'll notice, speak to him yeah. at any stage. But she comes away from it and basically chats all kinds of insecuring, labelling, projecting nonsense onto his name in a very public interview. I'm not here for that, Lena. Mm. I'm not here for it. <laughs> My, you know what? She irks me anyway because mm. I just think she is... She's one of those people who is mediocrity celebrated. Mm. That's what I think of Lena Dunham. I don't rate her. I don't rate girls. I don't, you know. I've never <laughs> I watched saw, it. I, I saw, I, I actually watched too. a couple of episodes on a plane. Mm. I saw a tweet which said, because what you, one thing you'll notice about girls, it's kind of like friends. <laughs> Where do black people at? I already watch Friends, which is probably why I would never watch girls, because it's like, why do I need to watch another version of what I already watched and comes on all the time. And where even are the black now. people? Right. Multicultural. Mm. Cosmopolitan city. Where's the black people? New York, you know. Friends, <laughs> come off it. No Latinos, no blacks, no no nothing. No. So, ain't no black people in Friends. Mm. Hardly any. There was one, a black guy in an episode that I watched, actually, to lie. Um, but uh, no, but he he was um, supporting. He wasn't like mainstay mm. character. He's not mainstay character. Um, so somebody tweeted, "Oh, um, Odell Beckham probably didn't talk to Lena because having watched Girls, he probably <laughs> thinks she don't talk to black people or she mm. don't know any black people, something like that." Which yeah. was actually quite funny, and I applauded that. But the fact of this woman coming out and basically suggesting that. The reason why Adele Beckham didn't speak to her was not because, looked at her boat race, Mm. nah, I don't know you, back to the phone. But actually because he looked at her and he immediately sized her up and down, Mm. decided she looked like a marshmallow, a dog and a child. He didn't want to fuck her and so he didn't speak to her because that's how, this is not how her mind works. She's making all this up, Mm. but she's telling us how his mind must have worked in that scenario. Lena, don't do it. And don't do it to She's black men. She's already done it. And that's the thing. It's like, did, I'm just wondering, as she was speaking, did she not think, hang on a minute, what the hell Let am I saying? Let me just rein this in. What am I saying? No. Because she judged him on so many levels and the man was just sitting there looking at his phone, minding, minding his business. His business. And let me just... Oh, you know, there's, 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 there's levels that you don't even want to go to. But the historical angle of it must be, and mm. it, it cannot be rendered invisible just by the passage of time. The historical angle of it must be that in America, <laughs> in America, of all places where black men often were demonized mm. for apparently 
slighting white women mm. for daring that, um, to look at white Emmett women Till, for whistling 14, apparently killed because apparently he looked or he whistled or he did something you know that was just so minor. can you imagine and now we've come full circle woman. with their privilege mm. that now they're enraged when they're not being looked at mm. or when they're apparently reading a man's mind and he's already preached it's just the irony and the inversion yeah. knows no bounds for Lena. So for me, right now, she's in shady corner. I don't want her to come out. I don't need her to come out. I'm just going to need her to reside there. And trust me, I'm on it. All right. So we've got to add more to that one more person. And I have to add them. I spoke to Sheza about this just before we were recording. I was really struggling for people to put into shady corner. And then this... And then today I decided to watch Love and Hip Hop. And I do this to myself all the time, even though I say, I'm not going to watch this. It kills my brain cells. I need to stop. I need to stop. But it's like a car crash. You just, you know, you shouldn't look, but you just can't tear yourself away. So in it's Love and Hip Hop Hollywood that we're on now. And Safari Samuels, if you're thinking, hmm, what name is that? Sounds familiar. That used to be Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend. He's that decided. That is Nicki Minaj's ex Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it is. And um, I'm guessing that after watching this, you're going to realise why, <laughs> why Nikki is no longer with him because I watched it and I just thought sweet Mary and Joseph what is this man he comes across doing? as hella corny he I know I'm a cornball but he's such as a fuck. dickhead and I'm just like <laughs> Why you, why you do, why is this even necessary? I can't I actually can't take it. And then uh, and then him jump jumping in and out of patois like that's going to help him. It's not going to help you because you just sound like a moron with this big flipping fox <laughs> jacket that you're wearing in LA oh, where it's 80 degrees every single day and hotter. You look like a, a, a just like when Nikki was cussing him Saying that he's a cornball. <laughs> Neat ne- 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 was saying he's a cornball. Yeah, she's done cussing oh, already. Oh, now he's I was even thinking, oh, be, right. Nikki, don't be like that. Be nice as your ex. You were together for 14 years. I'm sure the love was... Now, I, Nikki, I'm... I get it. I apologise. He's doing too much on he that show. He is doing the most. <laughs> the most. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, please, just make this end. I just don't... It's when he jumps into... Cause, jumps into the... Pa- I can't take it. Because I'm Jamaican, I'm just like... You, you're doing too much now. Yeah, it's cringeworthy. Yeah, it's just, actually cringeworthy. It's like, I need to make sure people know that I'm from Yard and <laughs> like I'm just like okay, just paint yourself <gasps> green and gold and black, and then we can. <laughs> and him even lipsing up and it's with just like Miss Nikki. What are you talking about? And she's <laughs> giving you bun anyway for some next chick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, loving hip hop. <laughs> I've got a feeling that whole show should go and shake oh, the corner. Oh, dear. You, I think we did that already once. I think it was the New York edition. Yes. Like, you got to go. All the men of the like New York Rich edition. Dollars and Peter Guns and all of them, they were just really showing their asses. So, you know, Safari, you've got to go in there. Unless you can redeem yourself, but I, I don't think you can. Oh, I don't think so. You know, it's a shame, actually. I've actually listened to a few of his tracks and they're actually pretty good. Have you? But he's... He just not coming across good, like like personality wise. No. Like he'll start off really like, oh, he seems quite sweet, and then he'll jump into one. He wants to be the sweet boy, but then he wants to be a bad man as well. Yeah, he's doing them. Can't run. Too, them the, can't, the, can't run. <laughs> the two together just don't work. I'm like, what is this? One minute you want to be like, <laughs> have you seen? Remember the movie? I don't know if you watched the movie um, Dance Hall Queen. And oh, there's a, there's talk a can, can live, walk and talk, <laughs> walk, walk and live, clock dead. He wants to be that man, and in the next minute he that wants to funny. be fucking Maxi Priest. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
The two don't work. You said Maxi Priest. <laughs> And oh it's just making gosh. my little Jamaican heart like just like not not cope very well. <laughs> I just can't do it. So I'm just like this goes out to the entire nation in America. All of them states get to see this shit. Thanks, Safaris. Thanks. Yeah, you've corned yourself. Yeah. Out. So, so yeah, he can definitely go for different <sighs> reasons. Oh he can take up a portion of shady corner mm. but who then are we bringing into the light the well light, she's the light. always the light anyway already told you you know when who, i saw who, this who? lady i was like don't nobody say nothing negative about her to me for at least a year who beyonce miss knows her miss miss carter shall i say beyonce. mrs carter mrs carter it was her birthday she turned 35 right and she had an amazing um soul train themed birthday party which just looked like i want to be there mm. put me in a jumpsuit put me in a big wig <laughs> puffy's wig looked great and those flicks did he were phenomenal. i don't know what <laughs> them flicks <laughs> were phenomenal <laughs> he just looked amazing and i just thought yeah you smashed it jay-z turned up looking like Jimi hendrix mm. usher looked great kelly Rowland looked beautiful she mm. needs to play donna summer in she her does, in the right? bible if Has you, to. if if they do the film and give it to, to somebody else. Don't give it to Zoe Saldana if you do that. Listen, don't. you're already <laughs> taking the piss. Don't do it anymore. I'm going to go nuts. No, don't. She just looked amazing. And then yeah. Beyonce came out. She looked great. It just looked like a good time. Like, it really, really, really did. did. So, shouts out to Beyonce and happy birthday to you. Um, also need to put in there Pat McGrath, MBE. She is the British makeup artist. Um... She has got this amazing, amazing glitter lipstick, which if you watch the MTV VMAs, you might have seen the one and only Miss Naomi Campbell wearing it, lips all looking glossy and glistening. Love Naomi. And I looked and I thought, wow, Naomi's, she, that's why she's the supermodel. Look how her lips just, how it hits the light and the light just bounces off. And just little did I know she was wearing Pat McGrath's um, yeah, I saw, lipstick, I saw that lipstick. And I was she like, was that great, lipstick is phenomenal. Of course it's sold out everywhere. It's like only $60 as well. And it comes in like six different shades. Mm. So shouts out to Pat. She's really obviously doing, she's been doing her thing for some time in the makeup industry. Another sister, hands up. Yeah. I'm talking about. So, yeah, shouts out to her. And the final person that I need to put in there, um, Colin Kaepernick. I hope I pronounced oh, right, that right, properly. Right, yeah. um, NFL player who is causing all kinds of ruckus in the US because he's refusing to stand for the um, American national anthem because he just believes that the words, the lyrics in there do not represent you know, um, what America should be doing for people that are oppressed, yeah. namely black people. Yeah. So he, you know, it's this, the thing where you stand up mm -hmm. while it's being played. He hasn't been standing for um, any of it whilst his games have been playing. So it's funny as well, because apparently somebody pointed out that he's actually been doing that for a while and they only just noticed it right I and um, yeah, so they was, you know, the news about him, the latest news is that his jersey has been the highest selling jersey of yeah. all jerseys in the NFL because people have been buying it. Recently. Yeah, yeah, recently. So I don't know if people have even been buying it because there's some idiots out there who are buying it to burn it. Okay, great. And some people like, you know, um, J. Cole, um, I think Kendrick Lamar, I think Trey Yeah, Songz. I saw J. Cole wearing one. I saw yeah, Trey they've been Songz wearing, wearing it, one. obviously, to show solidarity. And I just have to really applaud that man because he, the way he's been, been attacked for doing this, it's yeah. just like, have you actually... Just, 
you know, done any history on the Star Spangled Banner and the words and who wrote it. The man that wrote it apparently owned slaves and he was very slaves. He was very much for slavery. But the thing is, even putting all of that aside, why why can't he exercise uh, his constitutional rights, which is what he's doing? What's wrong with that? Why is it talking about veterans? Like, what's it got to do with nothing to do with him? Yeah, but why is it always a big deal when someone stands up and speaks Mm. about what is patently obvious before (laughs) our very eyes? The oppression of he, some groups he's an NFL America. player and he's been paid this this is the argument that he's been paid a lot of money so, so he's not oppressed so okay yeah that's it basically so basically what i'm getting from that is that if you are a person of color and you have money there's no way that you don't could speak be out suffering from else. oppression and you shouldn't be speaking out um the last time i checked racism you know, if you're a person of color, you're not exempt from racism because you have mm. money. It, yeah. it just doesn't work like and that. And even, you know what? This is the point. And I think, you know, we can kind of like end here and applaud him. Mm. Even if he wasn't a person of color, it's people who are not affected by mm. this that I'm ex- I, I constantly turn to. Mm. I constantly turn to and ask, where's your voice? Mm. where is your even if you're not being affected by it Mm. that's when i'm gonna start high-fiving people yeah when you're not affected by an issue and you're still willing to come out and make a stand about it and Mm. that's why you as you were saying about people like you know our mate rich talking out about female uh, genital mutilation doesn't affect him Mm. in a sense yeah but they're leading from the front on it Mm. those are the people that i want to hear for from Things that you know, you can see that it's wrong. You can see that something's going on in this world, and it's wrong. Something. If you have a platform, you should speak. Right. You've got idiots like Tommy Owen talk. Want to talk about that girl? But she's such a moron. Tommy Lauren. Oh, you've got white parents, and white people did this, and white people. He didn't mention this again. This is why listening is important. Smokes. Right. He didn't mention one thing about white people about his white adoptive parents about his white bio- biological parents mm. you did mm. he said he's not standing for uh, a national anthem that does not support people who are being oppressed right you brought it down to his simple parents ass statement what is wrong with that people are always reading things into no, things there's nothing to that's the simplest thing like he put it down as plain as as anything i who live in the united kingdom i understood that you get it so why can't you yeah exactly black lives matter baby black lives matter we gotta wrap that up because this has been a long ass show we had a lot to talk about and that's why we shouldn't be away for so long (laughs) please guys do like you know tweet this out facebook it everything get it out there we need to get these numbers up because right now and on, yeah. on, on iTunes, yeah, iTunes, iTunes as well, SoundCloud, rate, we're everywhere. Rate us and subscribe. Like, pass it on, yeah, follow, pass it on. Somebody, I just remember that somebody mm. on my um, Insta mm. said, "Oh, what's the difference between TOTM and uh, and ta- and two, two girls, girls and a mic. mic?" And I answered, but I just thought, that means you're just telling me you don't listen. <laughs> Don't ask me questions. Listen, Just click the link on our as bios on our Instagram. Someone not on TOTM. I'll tell you what the difference is. I'm on this. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Drops mic and we're out. <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs>